from the city market, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water, because nobody likes a stinky asshole. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Nay, your grandmother always intrude your thoughts at the last minute while you are masturbating. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Alright, two douchebags in a microphone. I am Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob Rad is once again uh, the co-host, and um, I spoke with uh, Topher earlier today, and uh, he uh, he'll be back. It's just the timeline isn't certain, so just hang tight, all you Topher fans out there that are probably kicking the speaker right now. He'll be back. So, so yeah, anyway, and we're and we're Topher fans too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, love Topher. Yeah, we do. And he's a great part of the show, and uh, and like I said before, Rob is fantastic. We love him, and I mean that's just all there is to say about that. He does a great job, and uh, ideally, we're all going to incorporate this whole ball of shit into one ball of shit at one time coming up. So, anyhow, um, yeah. So, like in other words, it, it's like a non-story because. Uh, uh, Topher's got some stuff going on, and he just can't be a part of it, and uh, we will get it figured out, and then when we, all this whole ball of shit comes together, we warned you. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Yes. So, I'd like to start off with the people in uh, the people are idiots department. Does that sound good? Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, students in Tokyo, Japan are undergoing smile education. Smile education, yes. Um, that's that's right. Someone suckered these people into smile lessons, and let me explain why. And this is brilliant. Whoever came up with this and saw the suckers come around the corner, that guy's a genius. I want him selling fucking uh, tractors or something for me. Cause uh, hang on, listen, to <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> Relearning. Their social cues after uh, years of near universal mask wearing. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? He's like, hmm, post pandemic, what can I do to make money off of this? Because before he's probably teaching people sign language or something. So, so you know, Kiko Kawano, uh, company Agoiku has uh, seen more than a four-fold jump in demand for smile instruction. Oh, and get this. This isn't a one-off. It's a full course. So not only did he sucker people to the school, uh, but for a whole semester. Like, he's he's like saying, you just don't come in and go, hey, show me how to re-smile again. He says, you got like, I don't know, fucking 30 courses or some shit. Whatever this semester is... You're paying for Are it. Are you whole- kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Bottom line, people love to toss money, money at stupidity. Um, yeah, they do. Uh, ask Congress. That's something, that's something we would have done. Yeah. Yeah, and it would have been a joke. And then we would have looked at each other and said, is this really working? And you would have shrugged your shoulders and said, it appears so. And then we'd go, well, let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Kiko Kawano... You're a genius, and we salute you. Yes, hey, guys, how about a you. how about a little golf clap for Kiko Kawano? Great job, great job, buddy. Yes, you suckered those fuckers right around the corner. Good for you. <laughs> um, this next one is uh, from Fox News. Um, even without Tucker, they still do some good articles. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of good ones on there lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson gets a new species of grasshopper named after him. That's right. Willie Nelson, the, what, 90-year-old, 90, 90 uh, um, I would call him uh, almost country rock. He's an icon. He's yeah, an he icon. is. He is fantastic. He's proof that you can do whatever you want in life and be okay. Yes. Yeah. And live forever. 
Yep. He's another Keith Richards. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, with quite a bit of talent. I, I love oh, his, yeah. I love his music. His music is fantastic, and he's yeah. one of those people that you can like stop everything, put on a Willie Nelson record, if you will, or whatever they are nowadays, um, MP3, whatever, and people will go, "Oh, hey man, that's a good choice. That's Willie Nelson," and that would be everybody in the crowd. Let's say there's like a uh, a um, 15, 17 year old. They go, "Hey, that's Willie Nelson." Let's say there's a 25 year old. They go, "Hey, that's Willie Nelson." Let's say there's a 45-year-old. Hey, that's Willie Nelson. Let's say there's a 60-year-old. Hey, that's Willie Nelson. Let's say there's a 90-year-old. Hey, that's Willie Nelson. Everyone yeah, knows who right. Willie Nelson is, and they all at least respect him and get along with his music enough to listen to a couple of songs. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's great. Flightless He's had a lot of great hits over the years. He really has. Yes, he has. And if anyone has never checked out his music, I encourage you to do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just listen to a few of his songs over the decades, like maybe pick some early early ones, pick some mid ones, and pick some latter ones, and listen to them. They're really good. And, and this oh, comes from someone that still loves metal, still loves hard rock. But, yep. but like we were talking about earlier off air, our tastes have expanded, and uh, yeah. and we like a lot of different things now. And Willie Nelson is one of them. So uh, what? Go ahead. Oh, um, oh, go ahead. I'm going to go into this here in a minute. Oh, I, I was just going to throw in just a podcast or two. I was talking about how my ex-wife is a Patsy Cline impersonator. And Patsy Cline was, oh my God. was just fantastic. She's a goddess. Oh, that, She's voice, a goddess. that voice of hers, her look, everything about her was just fantastic. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, too bad she didn't live a little and, longer. And check out All About Patsy. She, yes. Alex does an awesome rendition. He's got me talking to it. I'm going to make the trek up to St. Joe, is it? Yeah. Yeah, St. Joe. Yeah, uh, when I do, I'll let you know. We can both go. Here, I'll let you know here in just a few minutes on where. Okay. That'd be great. Go ahead and promote stuff, Go ahead so. and promote it, and then one night we'll be up there. Yeah. Sure. Hey, maybe we'll have two douchebags and a microphone um, night at Patsy Klein. Hey, you know what? I could line that up. I just talked to her the other night. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, we could give out, like, little douchebag cards. Yeah. I, 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 I don't suggest us putting like the name. They're Christians. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, let's see. Let's she put, hey, she wasn't married to me for, like, five years. So. <laughs> let's put um, two feminine hygiene receptacles. <laughs> And a microphone. <laughs> I don't know if Topher would like that. <laughs> hey, it's no different than a Questroom vagina we were talking about with my friend Steve one day. <laughs> we, used to, we used to scream horse pussy in Buzzard Beach, and they used to have these long meetings about it. Buzzard Beach is a bar, and they used yeah. to have these long meetings about it, about how are we going to stop them? And then all the other people go, we think it makes people drink more. They love it. They, they love it when these idiots over there in the corner scream out horse pussy. And we had the whole bar screaming, except for maybe a couple of uptight fucks. The rest of them screamed it, and they loved it. It was just like something that we did. So half of the bar that staff that worked there loved it, and the other half despised it. So they got into big fights in their uh, company meetings all the time over it. And uh, one day our friend Mac uh, was over there screaming it, and this, this, uh, this fucking tofu-eating fucking dork comes over there and puts him in a headlock. And he goes, uh, how about for a little bit more gentle on that? Why don't we say equestrian vagina? So we started doing that for one night. And anyhow, after I promptly took the guy's hands off of Mac and told him that if he valued his fingers, he would never do that again, which he did respect that because he understood that he was going to get them broke if he touched him or any one of us again. And then after that happened... um, we went to Equestrian Vagina for one night, and then the next night it was like, nah, we're going back to Horse Pussy. So, <laughs> so anyhow, um, back to the original story here. The flightless insect discovered where a veteran singer-actor uh, was born 90 years ago. I guess he is 90 years old. Uh, country music legend Willie Nelson was uh, has uh, received an unusual honor. He's had... Uh, 
a just-discovered grasshopper named after him. Scientists discovered the flightless insect in Texas, where the veteran singer and actor was born 90 years ago, like I said. I hate them when they do that in articles, where they repeat themselves. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I think they get paid, I think they get paid per word. So, anyhow. They, they got to. I mean, uh, I mean like that, we, we, this is what we're doing, you know. We got to read all this. And it's repeats. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and virtually every article online has this. And it repeats and itself. And it's like. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, and it's like they go into other stuff. But it's like one of those deals where it's like, you always said the veteran actor and where he was born. We understand that it was named after him because of the region that they found the, in, uh, you know, the the wingless, you know, flightless creature at. So we understand that. But then it has to say it again. So anyhow, um, so scientists say the central part of Texas is known for uh, the spot of the uh, biological wonders is what they call them on this. And I'm like, biological wonders? It's a grasshopper. How, how, much, how much is a biological wonder a grasshopper? They're like little fucking pests that go around and eat up everything, and you got to watch them around your crops. So, for the last five These years... People that evidently have not lived in Missouri. Absolutely. The, the yeah. grasshopper should be our state bird and not the cardinal. Exactly. So, scientists say the central part of Texas is known spot for the biological wonders. For the last five years, Dr. Jovan Hill, a country music fan, and his colleagues... Hey, he could even be a country music artist with that name. And now, introducing yeah. Dr. Jovan Hill. He's going to come out with a banjo or some shit. So, uh, anyhow, um, he's a country music fan. His colleagues have made scientific expeditions to the area. The team found seven previously unknown flightless grasshopper species, and they named them after other artists, but I didn't know who the hell they were, and I figured anyone out there listening would not know who they were, so I didn't name them. So I just took and I X'd out that part. You know how you can erase parts of articles? I did that. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, with this uh, discovery, Dr. Hill paid tribute to Willie Nelson by naming one of his newly discovered insects Mononopolis Nelsoni. <laughs> and I don't think that's really kind of naming it after. The only part of it is Nelson Oni, Nelsoni. Yeah. So, yeah. anyhow, yeah. I, I would argue whether he actually really did name it after Willie Nelson, but you know what? Um, Okay, let's just say he did. All right, he could have named it something else. Well, all right. Congratulations, Doofus. You got a name. You got something named after him. So, anyway. Okay, okay. Now, let me back you up on this. Okay. I read I, I read pretty much the same story, but it was probably from a different source. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to back you on this story. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can Google it. it I, I read it. I, yeah, I read it. I passed it up. But, yeah. And I decided to go into it because I found it interesting because there's another species named after I, some other artist. I can't believe it. And I, I got into that okay, yeah, about half a year ago. And it was a foreign guy that was obsessed with someone like Katy Perry or something like that. And he named a whole species of, uh, like, slugs or something after her. And, <laughs> And it was Sorry, just, I don't mean to laugh. No, no, no. That was funnier, actually. It was like, oh. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure she's thrilled to hear that. So. Yeah, but I, I'm sure we have some listeners that like her. So. No, no, no. I, I don't have anything against her. I mean, I just... I don't I either, just, but... I, I just thought it was funny that I think it was Slugs or something like that named after her. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that that's the part. Yeah, that's what I'm laughing Yeah, about. I bet when someone told her, she did not crack a smile. I bet she did not. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, you got anything you want to go into, Rob? Yeah, I do. I do. All right. Um, well, you had mentioned you wanted some Ozark news. Yes, yes. All right. And I'm even going to make a promo from it. Um, and but, you know, so far tonight, guy, we've pretty much been talking about music. Yes. Well, I admit, I've mentioned the Ozark Amphitheater here in Camden, Missouri, at Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, it's the one right on the lake, isn't it? Where you turn around and you can see the lake from there? No, 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 no. It's this not is, that one down uh, there near... Uh, uh, this is in Cam in Camden. 
Camden it is, and yes, I am used to going to the northern, okay. the okay. northwestern end. You went to uh, that Mexican restaurant down the road here. Yeah, I've been to Camden a few times. I mean, yeah. I used to, uh, I used to see a uh, female that lived there for a little while. Huh. Well, we'll talk about that one off there. Uh, yeah, well, she moved, <laughs> she moved back, uh, and then I didn't have to drive oh. so far. But, but anyhow, I mean, that's anyhow. Go ahead. Anyway. I have the Ozark Amphitheater lineup for the year. For the, well, the rest of the year. Okay. And Okay, there's a few of these I don't know. But there's a few I do. And okay. I'm sure you will too, Mark. Okay. The one that okay, I saw, the on. other one, the other amphitheater I'm talking about is uh, Vince Neal was there one year. Um. Oh, what is it? Actually, wasn't that long ago. Um, it was two years ago. Is that a vineyard? Um, is, there, is there a vineyard right there? There could have been. By the time I got there, it was dark and it was just getting on uh, because I had to drive from here after work. So um, there could have been one. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But you can see the lake, plain and simple. I mean, the lake's like right there, but the band is facing the lake. You're not facing the lake. So, anyhow, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Well, yeah, anyway, uh, tomorrow night, and I don't know who these are, the Abbott Brothers. Hmm, okay. A-B-E-T-T. I don't know who they are. The Attic Brothers. Uh, June 22nd, Walker Hayes. Oh, I've heard of him. Okay. June 30th. Trace Atkins and Eddie Montgomery. That's a pretty good lineup right there. <laughs> July 2nd. You ready for this one? Earth, Wind, and Fire. You want to talk about a blast from the past? I'm okay. surprised they're even alive, to be honest. Who is it? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. They still tour quite a bit. They came by Kansas City last year. They actually. July 2nd. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They come, they come by Kansas City almost once a year. Actually, they're still very active, and I don't know how many of the original band is left either, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, it, I didn't read up on that. I'm just going off the answer. It's kind of like Foreigner, where there's not an original member most nights they play, but people don't know that. Yeah. But anyhow, go ahead. Okay, July 14th, Billy Currington. Okay, that's uh, that's a pretty solid one. July 23rd, Dirk Bentley and Tracy Lawrence. That's a solid one. Okay, August 5th, these two I personally don't know. In this moment, and motionless in white. Okay, in this moment is a relatively newer rock act. And then okay, the other one, well, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either one of them. <laughs> okay. August 18th is going to be a little interesting. Okay. Incubus and Bad Flower. <laughs> now, Incubus, uh, they, people used to think that they were heavy and they really weren't, so I used to call them Incubus just to be, piss people off. Well, yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Bat Flower, I would love to go see them just because of their name. <laughs> August 18th. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Oh, no, they'll go okay, away down now, just for Bat Flower. Very next day, August 19th. Oh, man, they didn't even have time to clean up the puke. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Oh, I would go see them. Yep. And Blues Travelers. Oh, that's solid. That's worth going down there for. That gives me a solid fucking B-plus on that. August 19th. Hey, hey, hey. Podcast. Two douchebags and microphone live from the Ozark Mountain Live, face to face for once. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what. We'll uh, talk about it out there. Have you ever been to the one in Lampy, uh, Missouri? Way down there, right, right oh, next yeah, to the yeah. So, yeah, the Dude, Black Oak. Last time I was down there, like, Amphitheater wasn't even open back up. 
It's open back up now. It's been yeah. shut down for years. Yeah, it used to be the Swiss Villa Amphitheater. Stone Temple Pilots is coming there. Oh, that would be a good one to see. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get back on our oh, uh, and I got a story. I got a story. I got two stories about Black Oak Amphitheater. One when they were Swiss Villa, and one where they were Black Oak Amphitheater. And when we get done with this, I got to tell you my two stories because they're pretty yeah, fucking cool. I got a few more concerts here. Okay, go ahead. Okay, August twenty third, Doobie Brothers, which I happen to know was just in Kansas. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them go down there and they vacation. You'll see on their schedules, their touring schedules, especially the older yeah. one like the Doobie Brothers, they'll stay down there for like 10 days and then they'll end up in like Illinois or Tennessee or something. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. Lake of the Ozarks. So yeah, they come down there and actually vacation. It, it, yeah. it was just like when uh, Ozzy was there back in 94, uh, I think, when I went and saw him there. He, they actually came up on a houseboat. Yeah, people seen them. They go, there they are, coming off the houseboat. And I'm like, oh wow! I looked over there, peeked over there. They they're going to the back of the stage to get ready. But anyhow, go ahead. Oh yeah, I, I was speaking of famous people. I I met Derek Thomas down there. Oh really? At Party Cove. But yeah. that was years ago. Yeah, he doesn't get a, he doesn't get around very much now. No, no. Oh, no. oh, too soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, too soon. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Now, August 25th, which is a big day to me. Okay. For one, it's my mama's birthday. All right. Good, good. Yay, mom. For number two, for number two, it's Gene Simmons' birthday. <laughs> okay. Number, yeah, that aptly named number okay. two. Okay, now this concert, eh, turnpike, troubadours, and... Muscadine Bloodline. Uh, I'd rather shoot up Drano. I'd rather turn bike through the door. I, I don't know. I'd rather shoot up Drano. Not really. Okay, now, hey, now wait a second. <laughs> we we may have to rethink August 19th and September 2nd, or uh, September okay. 1st. Okay, go ahead. August 19th, will I still be in Cancun or not? No, I'll just be. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. September 1st, Skillet, and Third Dimmit. Okay. That'd be that pretty solid. That would be a good concert. Okay. That would be a good concert. Okay. And it's a small amphitheater, so yeah, oh, it's going to rock this place. That would be a good one. I'll bet you that, that'll be sold out, too. Anybody like comedians? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. September 2nd. I plan on being there. Larry the Cable Guy. Okay, cool. That's a great place yeah. to see him, I'm sure. Uh, I've always wanted to Here's see the him. thing about down there. You'll be you'll be thinking he's in the crowd half of the night. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be fun. You're like, there he is. Oh, no, no, no. No, there he is. No, no, there he is. Oh, wait a minute. He's on stage. That's none of them. The funny thing is, a lot of people that, a lot of the guys down here look like him. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of, okay, I got a couple of concerts and there's got, I got something to add to that anyway. Okay. Okay, okay. September 9th, Train and Vertical Horizon. Okay, yeah, yeah, Train was kind of a mellowish yeah. band, but yeah, they had some, they had some like good train. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were good. I remember they did that gimmick, like the money back fucking uh, CD or something like if you didn't like it they gave you your money back or some shit I thought that was interesting but um, yeah. it, it was good it was it was a little sappy in times and a little mellow but I liked it I liked a few of their songs no they were good they were good they were solid anyhow that, that yeah. yeah I mean for down there seeing a concert that intimate it'd be cool to see yeah well, there's a lot of country down there too That's oh yeah yeah there's a lot of boot scooting the down there part. Oh, yeah. Well, that's boot-scooting country, dude. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. And then, finally, September 22nd, Goo Goo Dolls and Bits and the Tantrums. I would like to see that. The Goo Goo Dolls did some really good songs. They really did. Yeah, they did. I, I yeah, mean, they really did. Matter of fact, at the time, uh, I wanted to punch me in the, the face because that's all the play. On the story that I'm working on that you know about. Uh-huh. 
they may be in the running. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Like I said, anything goes on that. Anything goes on that. So if they're in the yeah, running, so be it. But we're not going to tell the audience what this story is. Okay. It's going to be it's going to be a surprise. Okay. Like I said, I I think it's going to be a whole podcast itself. Okay. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over, over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. It's an island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. If I ever find that doctor that screwed up my limb replacement surgery, I will kill him with my bare hands. <laughs> May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. You get to talk. It just a spoiler. It's about music. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's an in-depth conversation. So. And here's the thing. There's no right or wrong. No, there's not. It you is what it my is. Opinion. I'm going to give you my opinion, and we're going to just, yeah, come on, Mark, it's me and you. We get talking about music, that's all we're going to talk about. Yep, and soon, uh, I mean, actually... So, I'm going to have to hurry up with this before Topher does come back. Okay. Um, anyhow, I mean, and also... Because Topher probably ain't going to get a word in that twice. <laughs> yeah, probably not. You're right. So I'm going to hurry up on it. Hopefully we can do it. I will say next week. Okay. 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 Um, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, did you uh, have something you wanted to... Go ahead. Uh, I've been catching a, lot of fl- a little flack from a couple guys at work that's been listening. Uh-huh. About my hillbilly. <laughs> it said it's a term of endearment. I, I, yeah, it is. It is. But I just want everybody to know that I was not taught. The guys I was talking to was not Ozark hillbillies. They were West Virginia hillbillies. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I got family in West Virginia, too. Would it be better if we called them Plateau Willies? Yeah, maybe I should have called them that. Plateau Willies. Okay, from now on, Plateau Willies, Hump hump Jacks. No, honestly, it... Oh, no, no, no. Actually, there's a a couple of terms that are even better than that, that I've heard. Hill Rods. Yeah, I will know. And Hill Jacks. Yeah, 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 and and I find those funny. You can call me any derogatory name in the whole world; it does not bother me one bit. But if it's funny, it's funny. I mean, that's just all, and I don't take it personal. And I think that I think like everybody thinks like that, but I guess they don't. So it, you know, it's all right. I mean, if they get, I I hope they don't get offended by it. I hope they know that it's just a joke. It's tongue in cheek. Yes, no, 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 no. Like I said, these are a couple guys I work at. We're good. <laughs> okay, that's cool. 
They know me. Right. Shut, yeah, shut up and powder coat like your said, trailers. Like I said, I was talking about my West Virginia family. Okay, and I and I'm telling them to shut up and powder coat those fucking trailers. <laughs> no, we well. Oh, no, you do we paint lock. Coat. We have our own paint. You have paint lock, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, anyway, yeah. Shut up and wash those damn things down with the uh, with the uh, lacquer thinner. And, and then, which, 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 by the way, is all right. Boat trailers. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Just, just, just a shout out. All right. If you're going to buy a good boat trailer, it's got to be Paul Wright. That's the man. A-K-U-L-R-I-T-E. Yeah, and with every one of these trailers, um, Rob Rad sends a picture of his genitals. <laughs> it, it's on the inside right tire. You have to take the little hook cap thing off, and in there is a picture yeah. of his genitals. So whenever you buy this, just poke on in there and see it, okay? And give him comments. Give him comments. Send him comments. And damn it, I better be getting some pics too. I oh, you still don't have any mailbox. I gotta, I gotta like shoot that. You promo better out. be sweat. I, I, I've got to throw that promo out on every fucking show, I guess. <laughs> what the hell, people? What's wrong with you? you we know, if you have it, I have. We know you guys are sick and perverted because you listen to us. What's the holdup? Come on. Yeah. Let loose with some. Come on, Paulie. Remember, I said he likes ass up with the face. So ass up with your head turned around smiling. That's what he likes. One picture of anybody, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, guys. Come on. Break loose with it. Or, All right. Where were you going? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Got it. We went way around the corner and up the hill. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to be screwed when Topher comes back. Oh, I know. He's he's going to just walk off. He's going to go, you know, I, I wanted to do no, this again. No, yeah. no, I'm not going to let that happen. Okay. Well, here's, um, okay, I had a couple of uh, stories about Black Oak Amphitheater and before the prior Swiss Villa Amphitheater. Yeah. Back yeah. in the 90s, it was Swiss Villa, and they had huge acts. They still have some big acts coming there, but not like they did when it was Swiss Villa. This particular concert I was talking about was Ozzy with Stone Temple Pilots opening up. Oh, no shit. No, 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 it wasn't Stone oh, Temple Pilots. I didn't mean to say that. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, who cares? It was Alice in Chains, not Stone Temple Pilots. We were just talking about SDP. Oh. Um, okay, Alice in Chains was opening up, and Lane Staley had this big couch because he had uh, shattered his foot, and he was sitting there in the couch singing, and uh, these uh, hill rods, and these people were hill rods, they were fantastic, but I was getting mad because I couldn't hardly watch the concert because of what they were doing. When it was Swiss Villa Amphitheater, they had this um, nosebleed section, if you will, that was all lawn, and then they had seats. The nosebleed section was probably at least a 50-foot cliff of rocks, and then down below was the seats. Now, I don't know how much the, uh, the lawn cost up there. I don't think it was very much, but there was a ton of people up there, and the first thing I see is I see this one hill rod jump off the fucking cliff, and he landed right in the seats and ran, and he was fine. Second one came up, wow. he was fine. Third one came up, ambulance came and got him. Fourth one that came up, ambulance came and got him. Fifth one that came up, ambulance came and got him. Then I think another one made it through. And it, and then finally, I had to have a bunch of security go up there and stand near those rocks to not let people jump off because people are getting injured left and right trying to get into the seats from up there in the lawn. It was insane. And I was getting wow. pissed because I'm like... I can't begin to watch this fucking concert because I was there to see Ozzy, but Alice in Chains was just emerging. I think this is like maybe 92, something like that. Alice okay, in Chains, okay. they Last just broke out with Man in the Box. Last was 2001, and it was closed down. Okay, well, they're open back up now, and they've been open for a couple of years. They shut down again for a little bit, but they're open back up again under Black Oak Amphitheater, so I don't know what happened, if there's a temporary shutdown or what, but they are back because I saw a schedule not too long ago for 2023. Maybe COVID yeah. killed them. COVID might have killed them. I don't know. But, uh, but anyhow, um, then when they were uh, Black Oak Amphitheater, we saw Leonard Skinner there, and this is maybe five years ago, maybe. 
And uh, anyhow, we're only seeing Skinner because I, I'm not a huge Skinner fan. They're okay, but and also I am, uh, I'm old school Skinner. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand that. But I mean, essentially, it's like two of the original members. Most of them died in that plane crash, and it's like uh, family members or just someone they could find that could play. And I don't know. I don't take well to all the substitutes. And and um, anyhow, they they kind of yeah. mailed it in. It was like only like a 55-minute set at best. And they just got the hell out of there. And you could tell it was like maybe a favor or something while they showed up there. I don't know. Or maybe in change for like a houseboat for a week. I don't know. But you could tell like it, it really wasn't uh, a full-fledged concert that they normally do. But the thing was is I didn't get to watch a concert because of all the fights. It started four rows behind us, and it ended up in our row, and ended up all the way in the front row, because we're about 10th row. And it just kept like the wave. The fight just kept going back and forth. More people getting involved, less people, more people. Uh, Almost finished, two more people. It it was a steady rolling fight for all 55 plus minutes. And then um, the other thing is, is we're driving out of there, and right in the middle of the road was this hill jack screaming at his girlfriend on his cell phone in the middle of the road at midnight. And people are about ready to hit him, honking on him, and he was so mad. People were like whizzing by him, just almost like just brushing him around because he was in the middle of the road screaming at his girlfriend, calling her a fucking whore and stupid bitch and he's going to kill her and all this stuff. And he didn't see anybody. He was so mad. And... It, it it was it was just insane, and that was my second story from down there. So, anyhow, it it was uh, it's a pretty insane place. So, uh, that was my second story, and that's pretty much it. And do you have a- yeah, uh, I yeah, like I said, when I was down there, it was not the week. Okay, well they yeah, they've no, since yeah. opened back up, and the the theater is actually really nice again. Um, when we saw Skitter, it was all it was all built up and nice, and uh, it, I mean, it was enjoyable. So, well, the I was telling you, Stone Temple Pilots is going to be there. I don't know the date right offhand. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But I've been seeing a lot of advertisements for it. So okay. they're open back up, and there's been a lot of big bands rolling through there. Okay. I've been, uh, I've been watching it. I will. I will have to take and. Uh, I will have to take and uh, um, get a hold of their schedule, and maybe we can meet down there. Well, I, hey, why don't you just put that on me? Okay. All right. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's. Um, I'll have that on the next one. All right. That is your next duty, is to find to find the schedule for that and figure out what we want to see. I will. All right. I will. I will be on it. Uh, okay, now, on a now serious note. Okay. And I did cross-references, and anybody can look this up. Okay. In 1932, the Australian Army went to war against emus. <laughs> okay. They were destroying farmland. Now, you want to know the funny thing is? Yeah, I do. It's already funny. The Army lost. (laughs) That is funny. That's very funny. And like I said, I I cross-referenced this a couple times. It it was an act. It's it's called The Emu War. It actually happened. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I thought that's what I had to cross reference. Yes, this one actually worked out. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so I wonder when they lost. Um, what happened? They just like they just all left. Well, what it was was the emos were eating crops in the farmland mm-hmm. and I get I don't I don't know how they lost but they lost they moved too quickly 
be funny. All the um, emus came back on their fucking. Uh, um, like I said, I don't know. Hundred tanks. So anybody can look it up and read more about it. Okay. I'm uh, just reading what I wrote down. Okay, that's cool. Um, I got yeah. I got a little news for you here. Yeah, um, June is the official birth month of Grimace from McDonald's. The biggest, furious, and most beloved McDonald's character that has ever existed. To celebrate the occasion. Oh, me too. Everybody loved Grimace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or uh, rather, to celebrate its own invention of the occasion. McDonald's is doing something it doesn't do very often. It releases a a new shake flavor. Since this is an all-things Grimace celebration, the shake, which will be available June 12th for a limited time, will be purple and berry flavor, considering McDonald's rarely dabbles outside the Shamrock Shake territory. This is significant because ever since the Shamrock Shake, they have not strayed from their their shakes. You know, they they have the the two flavors, and and then the in March you have the Shamrock Shake, and then that's it after yeah. March. You know, um, uh, and anyhow, I like this. So I think it's going to be cool. Um, the thing is, is um, you can purchase a Grimace Shake on its own, but you can also get it as a part of the so-called Grimace birthday meal, a standard issue value combo that comes with a shake. Your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece Chicken McNuggets and a side of medium fries. There will also be Grimace-themed merch available at GoldenArchesUnlimited.com. So there you go. I'm going to go there and get me a Grimace shirt. Who doesn't want a Grimace shirt? Oh, I'm going to get one too. Hell yeah. You know what? The Grimace shirt is the official shirt of Two Douchebags and a Microphone. We know you Let's don't make that happen. Yeah, we, you know you don't want to see pictures of us on a shirt, right? Yeah, no. Well, uh, well how about Grimace. how about Grimace? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, this meal is a bit of a departure from the spate of celebrity meals that have made McDonald's millions in the recent past, like the Cardi B and the Offset meal and the BTS meal, and uh, the first one started the Travis Scott meal way back in um, you know shoot quite a well anyhow. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The celebrity McDonald's uh, meals are probably not going to go away. They'll come back. But anyhow, uh, Grimace's birthday is was uh, in 1971, so he will be celebrating his 52nd birthday. Two years younger than me. Yep. So, um, one three years younger than me. So, three or four. So I don't know. Anyhow. The last time McDonald hyped its former mascots this much was last fall when Hamburglar, Grimace, and Birdie became the inspiration for a brand new toy called the Cactus Plant Flea Market Box, a.k.a. the Adult Happy Meal. So, anyhow, congratulations. Grimace, you made it 52 years. Good job, sir. So, now something completely different than this. No more rides to hell in Poland. Really? Yeah. So you can't go to hell in Poland. Warsaw, Poland. This is um, Associated Press. There will be no more. You cannot go to hell. You cannot go to hell on bus 666 in Poland. The bus to the town of hell on Poland's Baltic coast has long been popular with tourists. But some criticism conservatives have protested the number... Uh, signifying the devil, you know, signifying the devil, which is 666, of course, mentioned in the Bible, on a bus uh, loading to a place that sounds like the word hell in English, and it's spelt H-E-L, and of course pronounced, it's pronounced hell over there, it could be whatever, whatever hell means. The local bus operator announced this uh, week that bus 666 will no longer run to hell. It said that it had flipped the last number and would uh, now run uh, under the number 669 starting June 24th. Local media said the bus company acted under the pressure of uh, Christian groups who pushed for the change and uh, reportedly reportedly now they're thinking about going back to 666, but they haven't officially announced it because people are giving them shit about uh, uh, caving to a special interest group, and which, you know, I mean... I, to me, it's all good fun, but I mean, you know, I can understand certain religious people maybe having a problem with it, 
but me, I don't necessarily. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Especially nowadays, I understand that. Yeah, the line has operated under the number 666 since 2006. It was first as a joke, but then it did so well to where they had to consider doing it regularly. And um, anyhow, that's what's going on. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, if you want to go to hell, you better do it before June 24th. Before it flips to 669, it goes somewhere nice. <laughs> I'd rather go somewhere nice. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, if there is any place nice in Poland, in fact. Good point. Yes. So, uh, on something completely different, for real, banks are starting to sell loans on commercial properties at a loss, which is not good news. PacWest Bank Corp. has already begun selling off uh, big chunks of its construction loan portfolio at a loss. Before 2025 comes to a close, more than $1.5 trillion in commercial real estate will have to be rene- renegotiated. You know all those properties that are going, going to go into foreclosure and sell for a lot cheaper and everything? This is not good at all. A huge jump in the number of uh, people working from home and ditching the office is at a heart to, is the heart of the problem. The Fed's interest rate hikes and the uh, ensuing shift uh, towards more expensive capital could rock unprepared and inexperienced investors. This report with a uh, with this new one uh, raising are raising some eyebrows though. The golden age of remote works. This all goes hand in hand. This is why I'm bringing both of these up at the same time. There were two articles next to each other, so. Working from outside the office simply uh, isn't nearly as productive uh, uh, as, uh, as once thought. Numerous complaints of dogs barking, bad reception, kids being loud, and many other issues are now clouding up the new uh, golden child that was birthed from the pandemic. And that was, you know, quite frankly, everybody working from home and, uh, and everybody just was in love with the idea. It's like, oh, it's the new normal. Well, maybe at first it was working because people weren't going anywhere during the pandemic, so they were at home. And and so, like, now it sounds to me like besides all the other stuff going on, you know, dogs barking, bad reception, or just people not being where they're supposed to be at the time of uh, getting a call or doing whatever it is they're supposed to be doing on the computer or whatever remotely, they're just not doing it. So... Uh, anyhow, it sounds to me like that in tandem with all these commercial properties getting ready to sell for pennies on a dollar are going to indicate to me that companies are going to go back to having structures where people go into where they're more productive. And it'll probably help the economy out too. I know people don't like to drive. I know people don't like to go anywhere. They don't like to pay all the uh, um, all the costs associated with, uh, with child care. I think it's going to come up where it's going to be a necessity in this country to have it, you know, have it uh, like it was before. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, I know that's kind of a serious article, but I thought it deserved mention when I read it. It kind of stood out to me, and I'm like, you know, this is something I'd really like to report on. These are two things coming up to keep an eye on and see what exactly happens. So, one, when these things start going into foreclosure or selling pennies on the dollar. Think of what that's going to do to your retirement. We have to work another I twenty years. Retirement. I ain't got much of one, brother. Okay. Well, it won't bother you that much then, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm on. Uh, you, you know the saying, "I'm going to work up to lunchtime the day I die." That's what you're going to do, huh? No, I'm going to last break. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, well then yeah, for, forget. I, I'm, I'm getting that extra two hours. Forget everything I said then. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I got, I got, I got something pretty interesting here. We'll go on to something a little less serious, but kind of funny, but kind of not. Alligator attacks drone during sheriff's office training exercise. <laughs> yeah. June 12th, the Florida Sheriff's Office shared video of the moment an underwater drone was attacked by an alligator during a training exercise. Lee County's uh, Sheriff's Office said on a Facebook post 
that its uh, Marine unit was using the camera drone for a training exercise in Fort Myers when the drone caught the attention of a nearby alligator. The video shows the gator swimming up to the drone <clears throat> before biting it and thrashing it around in the water. But the drone was not injured. They got the drone back and it's okay. But it was, uh, I guess you could see the stuff on YouTube. And it's pretty funny because, you know, they got the drone a little close and the alligator took and looked over. And he's like, hey, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, and went after the drone, which I think is kind of funny. So. <laughs> oh, I think it's funny too because I like watching swamp people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to see an alligator attract, uh, to attack a drone. And yeah, that would be great. That would be great. See what the alligator thinks when it gets a mouthful of metal. No, he, he probably ain't going to think nothing. He's going to chomp right through it. Yeah, well, he didn't do any damage to the drone. I think they might have been able to drive out of there quickly before he did too much damage because... Uh, <laughs> Anyhow, yep. Um, not too long ago, uh, Topher did a story on a hippo that, um, that caught the attention of a, a speedboat that went by. And hippos are very territorial, and they will kill you. They. they I listened to that one. I listened to that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, alligators are kind of the same thing too. So. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, you catch their attention, you're in trouble. Yep. Well, I know this. They're very creepy looking because this resort we stayed at on Sanibel Island, or uh, Captiva, well, it's part of the Sanibel Islands, Captiva Island. This resort we stayed at several years ago, um, it said beware of alligators. And I remembered uh, when I went down to the bayou and, uh, and went to uh, looking at alligators, they have these, um, in Mediterranean, they have a... Uh, um, Swamp tours where they show you alligators, right? Well, yeah. number one, they throw um, they uh, throw um, marshmallows out there, and the alligators think they're eggs, and they go to eat the eggs that you, that you threw out there, but they're actually marshmallows, and they'll re they'll surface. The other thing I remember him telling me was this, or all of us, he said that um, the way you can tell if there's an alligator out there at night is they have red eyes. And so there's a swamp there on uh, on Captiva Island that said, "Caution, gators in this pool don't in this swamp don't jump in." So we didn't jump in. I wasn't going anyhow. It looked like a mess in there. Not when there's a beautiful ocean just right over, you know. So I'm out there at night, and I look over and what do I see? Two red eyes, two red eyes glaring at me. I'm like, "Oh shit!" So anyhow, I. Uh, I didn't do anything funny. I didn't try to throw anything at her or nothing. I just got the fuck out of there. And that was it. <laughs> so. <laughs> because I have no idea how fast they are and how aggressive they are. So, And I didn't want to find out the hard way. The room was too far away and I was barefooted. Right, right. So it's like uh, uh, fate told me not to tempt this one. So. Anyhow. Um, New Zealand. New Zealand uh, seizes record amount of meth in maple syrup drugs from Canada. Really? Yeah, this is from CNN.com. When New Zealand police cracked open plastic jugs of maple syrup that had arrived from Canada, they found something less than sweet inside. Instead of delicious maple syrup inside, the jugs that they were loaded were uh, 150 million worth of meth. Ooh man, hey, you got a, you got a dog freaking out there? Uh yeah, hang on. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna keep every uh, everybody busy while Rob Brad's tending to his animal. Um, two plus two equals four. Four plus four equals eight. Eight plus eight equals sixteen. Sixteen and plus oh shit, I ran out of fingers. You're good. Okay, all right. Um, hey, yeah, the. <laughs> Uh, Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. That's cool. The shipment was intercepted in January after authorities in New Zealand, New Zealand, Australia, and Canada uncovered the elaborate scheme. 713 kilos of meth were bound for Australia, New Zealand, and surrounding areas. 
The six men involved are due in court, but did not specify when they were going to court. But that's quite a bit of meth to uh, be caught with and to distribute. Yes, it so is. They are probably going to get more than a little slap on the ass. Oh, I bet. I, I would. I would hope at least. So. Anyhow, um, uh, have you ever wondered? Oh, go ahead. Have you ever wondered why Van Halen has not done a uh, tribute concert for Eddie Van Halen since his passing? A little bit over a year. Actually, actually, I have been wondering that. A lot of people have. Wolfgang Van Halen says drama in the Van Halen um, camp is uh, has. Um, pretty much nixed the tribute concert, for now at least. Van Halen, uh, um, anyhow, um, Wolfgang has uh, weighed in on the status of the proposed Eddie Van Halen tribute concert. Wolfie says the drama in the actual Van Halen camp is the reason the concert is never materialized. Wolf said, unfortunately, there is many um, pieces that don't operate as they should in the Van Halen camp. He went on to say that absolutely no progress has been made to attempt to uh, to even schedule in, in the Eddie Van Halen tribute concert, and that's uh, so unfortunate. Alex, uh, oh, Van, right. yeah, Alex what? Van, uh, go ahead. What? No, no, go ahead. Well, as of right now, it's a no, but I'm going to go into some other stuff. Um, Alex uh, Van Halen. What, what I was going to say is that's kind of surprising to me. Sammy and Michael Anthony, who's played with Sammy for years after. Well, those two are getting along. I think it's Alex Van Halen. Yeah, that's what I mean. They should get together for the old band. Well, I'm not sure. Even though I did not like Van Hagar in the. I was, not a, I was not a Van Hagar fan too much either. I did like some of their stuff, mm -hmm. but I was the David Lee. When they came out. Yeah, I think they were much better with David Lee Roth. Uh, they were heavier, they were hungrier, all that. <coughs> um, they were, they were, but then you watched David Lee Roth when he went solo. Yeah, then then his stuff wasn't that good. Was a, that, that was like where the hell you ain't Seriously. No, I, I, I know. I know, he tried to go into like an entertainment platform. Oh my God! It when was, people it were was, waiting for the original Van Halen stuff, he went and he got Steve Vai and Billy Sheehan, and, uh, and so anyhow, Alex Van Halen revealed that uh, about six months ago, Jason Newstead, uh, the ex-Metallica bassist, had agreed to him to be a yeah. part of the pro the project. Then guitarist Joe Satriani was on board as well, being a big uh, Eddie Van Halen fan. Later, Wolfgang told Rolling Stone that the whole project was nixed due to personality clashes in the band. Reports of Michael Anthony Van Halen's original basis that he spoke with drummer Alex Van Halen about being a part of the tribute. Keep in mind, yeah. David Lee Roth has retired. His voice probably wouldn't even would probably hinder him from a full show anyhow. So it must be Sammy Hagar, maybe not one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So they would need Hagar or Gary Sharon for the lead vocals, uh, maybe both. So anyway, I guess we'll have to wait and see because Gary Sharon was on Van Halen Three, the notoriously yeah, album, was. yeah, the notorious album that flopped, which I thought was very good. Uh, it, I thought it was a pretty good album, but I think the the fact that they'd been through two high-profile lead singers doomed them at that point. I don't think people were ready or wanted another singer. They wanted either David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar. And Gary Sharon was is, is still a fantastic singer. He's excellent in extreme. He's very charismatic. Yes, he, he, he he would be excellent with Van Halen as we knew it. But the thing is, is people weren't ready to do that. They're like, now nah, you know what? We already seen two high profile file guys come in now this band and I think it was pretty much doomed when they said they were going to get another singer so anyhow so yeah, actually you brought we brought well you brought him up in another conversation we had here while back on a totally different subject oh yeah you did I remember that oh okay well alright but I am and a big I've Gary, listened to it since so. I am a big Gary Sharon fan 
and yeah. I have been, and I love his voice. I love his uh, charisma. He he does very well on stage, and he's the type of guy that could go in and kind of combat at the time Eddie Van Halen for uh, stage time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyhow, it's unfortunate that that's not going to materialize, at least not now. Hopefully in the future, in the near future, we will see something like that. Because I think someone like Eddie Van Halen deserves a tribute concert for everybody to see, witness, enjoy, and a send-off. Saying, hey, thank you, Eddie. You gave us a lot of pleasure in our life, and we agree. And, you know, and we thank you. He's had it coming. Yeah. He's had it coming. If anyone has ever had it coming in this century... He would deserve it. So, uh, anyhow, you know our alternative insult section, right? Oh, I love it. Yep. When yep. we when we come back, we are going to go into some alternative insults, men and women's edition. How do you like that? Huh? Go to douchebagsandmicrophone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. 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 Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.